Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is your commander in chief. Uh, I'm issuing a warning. The following podcast contains adult content and intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with Evan the Beard, uh, Marina Shafir's in traffic, Todd Rex, T-Rex said he's not coming today, told me that today. Very professional. Uh, it's going to be a good show though. We got Rashad Evans coming in, coming on, calling in, and uh, Anthony Burchak. And I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever you guys celebrate. Uh, my week, it's, I had a good week, interesting week. I went to the... Uh, the Comedy Club Christmas party, uh, where I saw my ex-girlfriend, because she works there, uh, which is where we met a couple years ago. Uh, comics, if you're out there, don't they say that don't uh, date the waitstaff. That's absolutely true. Anybody trying to become a comedian, you know, they're always like the easiest girls to, you know, because they, they see you and they're fun and they're normally smoking hot. But if you end up getting into a relationship with them, then you're going to have to see them when you go to the comedy club. It's going to be awkward, especially if you're not in that good standing with the comedy club to begin with. <laughs> and uh, and then they might see other comedians. And then, yeah, it was a mess. Uh, but it was still nice to see her, but it was just awkward. Awkward Christmas party. And then, you, you, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Uh, I got a couple couple girls that, uh, not a couple girls. I got a girl right now that I'm, uh, maybe, you know, maybe. It seems like, oh, I'm taking it slow. You know, but, uh who knows? Things might, things, good things might happen. I'm just, that's all I'm, I'm, I'm doing it right now. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm 26 years old. 20, I'm 36 years old. And I'm, 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 <laughs> se- like, you? I'm single I'm and with no kids. In LA, that's normal. In the Midwest, I'm a homosexual. But uh, <laughs> anyway, so I had, had another show. I had a crazy week of shows. I had a show at a, uh, a Christmas party. They hired me to do a company Christmas party, which are always weird, you know, because, but they're great paying. But this one had 15 people in like a conference room with no microphone. It's me and just a table. It was as if I was giving the worst presentation of all time. Uh, you ever see that, that scene in Dumb and Dumber where he's like, um, no, I was a liar, liar, where the guys, where Jim Carrey's making jokes and eventually takes the guy's hair off, puts it on the wall. That's exactly how I felt. Like that was, that's the scene of why I do an hour of that. It was fun though. It wasn't though, it was a good gig because the guy told me I could be as dirty as I want. And I've had a lot of terrible, weird gigs. I did, um, remember two years ago, I did a, a baby shower. This woman was pregnant. This smoking hot woman was pregnant. And she, I think she was angry that she was pregnant. So like, she's like, let me get a comedian to piss everyone off too. So she hired me in, in Vegas. Joey Varner was there. And uh, this, I mean, it was like, I think maybe it was one of those things where like, People kept trying to up the ante of like, oh, I'll get a, a pony for my baby shower or I'll get a, a princess. I'll get a comedian. So I just ended up offending everybody. They were dying laughing, but half of them were on Paxil or it was just a lot of a lot of work done in that room as far as like faces goes. And um, 
And I actually told the girl that I would go down on her pregnant. That's how hot she was at her baby shower. And uh, and I told the guy who was on his third marriage that if, that if he doesn't make this this work out, he's obviously a homosexual. And he was cutting me the check, so he was he was really happy about that. But uh, that was probably my second weirdest gig. My first weirdest gig had to have been the the, the wedding. I'm sure you've seen the wedding video where I got attacked. If you look up on YouTube, a comedian attacked at wedding. I talked about it on Rogan's podcast when I went on it, um, where I talked about it on, uh, I was on the show in England called The 10 Worst Weddings, and actually two shows in England for that, um, where a guy, a guy attacked me. But what happened was a couple hired me to be the minister and pretend that I'm marrying them and told me to roast everybody, giving me no type of fodder for what to say to people and then some guy looked like Bon Jovi and I'm like hey man sorry your band broke up and he he, he charged me and, and pushed me and then he left and I was like don't stop believing and then but then that's on YouTube now it has over a hundred thousand hits or something but the crazy part about that video people don't know that that's an edited video I have to do another 40 minutes after that <laughs> in which the grandma starts yelling at me and she's like we don't want to hear about your sex life and it just and the guy was inside pacing around the whole time through a window that I could see him making faces at me like he wanted to kill me so that I actually have that whole video I might post that one day if I just get some energy but uh so anyway, that was uh, those were some some of my weeks. Uh, I actually then that night I had two shows. I did one show at the at the comedy store, which was great, packed house, had a blast. I want to play that club more. And then afterwards, I did the Inside Jokes Comedy Club, which is a movie theater, where there was two people there. And of course, I I, I like bring a date to come see me. She sees me kill, and then after that, she sees me in front of two people, which is no matter how hard you're killing, it's still two people. Um, and then afterwards, my my date was like, you know, I don't know how I don't know how serious you are about your career. I, it was just one of those ridiculous situations. She was from China, didn't speak English, met her off Tinder. Anyway, um, I had Saturday off, which was which was great because so, uh, I got to watch the fights. I, I never usually have Saturday off. I got to sit down, order Chinese food. I'm on the my bed with my dog and my two cats, watching the uh, the UFC Brazil card, which was a good card, uh, really good card. I was pissed off. I, I put money on Dalloway. Why I did that? It was six to one. I paid five dollars on him. I didn't exactly the mortgage my house, but. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that was crazy. That kick was insane. So people, people were tweeting like, "Yeah, that kick was so bad that like uh, that, that rampage retired." Uh, it was just, it was rough. That was rough. Um, we're gonna go through. The, uh, I'm gonna wait for Marina to come. We'll talk about all those fights. The funniest part about that was when like the live feed went out. And then they started showing, uh, for some reason, like halfway through the the, the, the fights, they started showing T.J. Dillashaw versus Barrow because that opened me up for so many jokes about how North Korea canceled the rest of the card and uh, how Dana White cut the card and how T.J. Dillashaw saw that, uh, how Barrow saw that he was fighting T.J. and fell in the bathtub again. I mean, that was just, I was like, joke, 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 joke. That was fun. That was actually like one of the most fun part of the thing, um, but that was crazy. I was like, it took me a couple seconds to realize what was going on, and then all of a sudden, just Twitter went crazy when the live feed went down. They should do every card. Just start. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised they put up that card. I mean, they could have put up UFC seven. I mean, how funny would that have been if the, if they put, all of a sudden Keith Hackney showed up or or, or uh, you know UFC one? It's like Jimerson versus Hoist. I, I mean, that that would be pretty amazing if they would have done that. But that was cool. Uh, Sunday night, I went to the Real Husbands of Hollywood uh, 
it was their rap party. I'm in an episode coming up. It's probably next August. It's they're 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 way behind. But um, so I was on, I was on one episode. I cut a couple lines. It was a lot of fun. But it was crazy going to that rap party because you know. It, it was fun. I mean, like uh, Kevin Hart was there, and uh, uh, the girl who played Gabby, the girl who like played Precious was there. Gabby Sudeda Sudebe, or you know her, her last how to say her last name. Evan Evan has no idea what I'm talking Absolutely about. Absolutely no idea. Um, and Tisha Campbell was there, who I used to. I mean, Tisha Campbell. I think I probably watched House Party 500 times. You know. <laughs> Uh, as a kid, House Party was like my go-to movie. I've watched, so I meet Tisha Campbell, and I'm like, and I'm such a moron because she's still adorable. I mean, she's a little older now, but she's got those cute dimples, and she definitely she's aged well. And I'm like, Tisha Campbell, she's like, I'm a big fan. She's like, thanks. I'm like, I'm like, I must have watched House Party 500 times. I couldn't have sound more creepier, <laughs> like a bigger stalker than that. Gee, I mean, Jesus, well, why did I say that? There were so many cool things I could have said, but um, but she was she was like, oh, thank you so much, and she was so sweet. Uh, and then uh, I saw you know Gabby Sudebay, I think I said I think I say Sudebay, and Craig Robinson was there. Who I don't know if you guys know Craig Robinson. He you know he was in the Office, played Daryl and Hot Tub Time Machine. He's a good dude. I've been friends with him for a long time, and I have a cousin who's really sick. She has a thing called dysornomia, which is this crazy disease that. Only Jewish people get. It's this rare bone disease. I, I know it sounds funny, but no, it's, my my roommate has that. Oh, really? Yeah, my, 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 she's Jewish. <laughs> she's Jewish. Yeah, yeah. But my 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 cousin has that, and uh, and and most kids that have it like live to they used to like live till fifteen. It's a really really rare horrible disease where uh, uh, basically you can, you can knock out your teeth and you can, you basically can't feel pain. So you have to be monitored all the time, and she has to eat through a tube because she can choke on her food and and just a really really tough disease. So we we always have a. I always have a comedy show. She goes to this special camp called Kids of Courage, this beautiful camp, every summer where they take kids who have that and they send them on trips. And uh, me and my friends have a comedy show for these kids every time they come. And, you know, obviously we have to be, you know, clean. Uh, but I, I always try to have special guests come. And there were a couple celebrities that I, I'm friends with or I thought I was friends with that I've asked that, you know, backed out of it, which, which I'm not going to name names, but it's always kind of pissed me off but Craig Robinson's a guy who I asked to do it and Craig you know he was on set he drove like I don't know an hour out of his way obviously I wasn't I you know I wasn't paying him not obviously but I wasn't paying him he came and did like an hour for the kids you know of of, of comedy and singing and, and and just and then spend like an another two hours after with each kid you know taking pictures and this and that and I mean he there's a guy that like didn't have to do that could have easily given me an excuse didn't do it and, and basically had like a tear in his eye because he was so touched by these kids. So Craig Robinson will always be, and my, you know, I hold him in the highest regards. There's a guy who's a real celebrity in my eyes. And uh, it was great seeing Craig. And he has a TV show coming out. So uh, on, I think, ABC or, you know, he has a network show coming out pretty soon. So make sure you support him because he's a good, good guy. Great guy. Not a good guy. Great guy. Um, let's talk MMA news. Dominic Cruz. Injured himself, which sucks. I mean, especially we had him on last week. People are blaming us, saying that I jinxed him. Uh, he was he was hurt before this podcast even, uh, you know, not that he was hurt for this time, but he, he's the guy who's been hurt before. I did not jinx Dominic Cruz. Stop texting me that, please, or stop tweeting me that, um, which, of course, now you guys are going to keep tweeting me that. But Dominic Cruz, uh, that sucks. Uh, he is a guy who, another guy who, who I obviously root for. I can't believe he keeps getting hurt. You know, and you know it's hard for me as an MMA roasted account because I try to 
you know, when the news breaks, I try to give you the news and a joke. That's what differentiates my account from everybody else, the thousands of other people who are just giving you news. I mean, there's so many people just giving you news. And that's, you know, there's a talent in delivering news. But, but to me, it's news and a joke. That way you get the news and you laugh. Sometimes people don't, you know, maybe it'll put a smile. But it's hard to make, make a joke about a guy who works as hard as Dominic Cruz does and make it funny. So I'm like, all right, well, what joke do I have? I don't want to just say Dominic Cruz is injured. That's just that I'm just being an MMA feed you know uh so i'm like okay well, dominic cruz is injured you know he, ne- he never should have trained with overeem that was so there therefore the and then the people still got mad at me fuck you asshole that's not cool i'm like I'm like the punchline is overeem but i'm like okay so i deleted that because i'm like ugh, I'm, maybe i'm being humming a pussy in my old age or whatever so I go dominic cruz is injured even with two acls he would still beat cm punk there you go there's the joke, and uh, th- therefore CM Punk is the punchline. Uh, thank, thank you, CM Punk. But uh, but it does. Uh, people were actually writing me jokes like that I wasn't retweeting because it was a little too soon. They were like, "Yeah, Joe Rogan told his legs it'll never be elite," you know, which I thought was kind of a not a bad joke, right? It's not. not I mean, I didn't retweet it because I'm like too soon. Probably shouldn't even have said it just now. But uh, I don't know. Get healthy, Dominic Cruz. I, I, I did feel horrible. I texted him. I called him. I'm a big Dominic Cruz fan, and it just sucks. I mean, because I think him and TJ would be a hell of a fight. I think that's a main card fight. That's obviously a main card, like a, a main event fight, not even a co-main event. I, I would I would pay money to see Cruz versus uh, TJ. I mean, you got those are the two. I mean, the speed, the just just uh, the animosity, the whole thing. I, I would love to see that fight. I'm sure Dominic will be back, but I'm sure, but that does suck. Jesus, that sucks. So, uh, other stuff to talk about. So, um, uh, I don't know. I think, I think I told most of you guys this. I used to work at, at Playboy. At Playboy, I was the warm-up comic for Night Calls, uh, which was Jenna, um, Jesse Jane and Kirsten Price were the hosts, and I would warm up the crowd, which was a tough crowd, a tough job because I don't know, a little tough job. It was great money, but literally I would try to tell jokes where there was five, there was like 10 girls behind me scissoring each other, naked, doing things. And I'm walking around the crowd going, hey, where are you from? Blah, blah, blah. So what do you do? And people are like, do not want to even be seen in the crowd because they're embarrassed to be there. And I'm blocking them from seeing the girls. Ridiculous job. However, it was a job that I showed up early to. I mean, literally three hours early, I would show up to work. <laughs> not three hours. But it was actually one time, I'll tell you a story. I was... I was next to uh, uh, there where like the girls change and I could overhear them talking like, oh, you know, I was sucking on some guy's balls and they were hairy or just complaining about, and I'm like, this is, I have to get in this conversation. I've never heard girls talk like this before. And uh, so they were getting their makeup done. So I knock on the door and I'm like, hey, uh, I want to get my makeup done too. And they're like, uh, are you on camera? I was like, uh, no, <laughs> but I just want to. And they're like, uh, okay. So I sat down and got my makeup done, even though I wasn't on camera, just because I wanted. That was I thought that was because really stupid, but funny. So uh, Marina, I think Marina's here. Yes. Yeah, I've Sorry been. Sorry for being like, guys. No, it's, it's okay. It's holiday traffic. It's just me and you today. Marina's here. It never is. Uh, yes, it's well, all. Where is everybody? Uh, T Rex is um. Uh, I don't know what happened to T-Rex. He, he texted me today, said he, had key. would you kill me if I couldn't make it? And I was like, no, I'd, I'd uh, prefer it. Um, so, you should choke prefer- him out. Well, yeah, you should choke him out. Oh, you should choke him out. Oh, I should choke him out too. By the way, uh, I saw you in the Entourage trailer. You're in the trailer. Oh, yeah. Yes. You and Jess and Shayna. Yeah. I haven't seen the trailer yet. It just came out today. 
Can we watch it? Yes, we could watch it. We're not on the show. Do I look good? You do. You look hot. Yes. You're like butt naked. I'm not naked. Yes, it, you're actually getting piled. They told me they weren't going to film in the trailer. Yeah, you're getting pile drived oh, on the it. show. It's amazing. It's a uh, by myself. I was just practicing the position. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so how are you? What's going on? I'm good. I'm just getting over a really gnarly cold. Oh well, good. Yeah. Sit right next to me. That's, that's you know, awesome. Thank you. Spreading the love. There you go. Is is, uh, is is your boyfriend the uh, tugboat guy back? Yeah, I asked him if he wanted to come and hang out, but he's training right now. So wow, and is he fighting soon? No, he's just training. Nice. Mm-hmm. Does this guy really exist? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's yeah, good. He really exists. That's good. And how maybe, is? <laughs> maybe he can come on next Tuesday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and how was <laughs> and how was your weekend? It was uh, what I did this weekend. Um, it was good. I worked. I worked a lot. I picked up a lot of hours because being the only Jew in a coffee shop, mm. struggle is real. Everybody wants to just give you out. What is the struggle is real? Oh. And Marina, pull that mic up now, a little Now, bit. where does that mm. originate That's... from? The struggle is real. Who started that? No, but I know. But it's all of a sudden everyone's saying it now on social media. The struggle is real. Hashtag. It's really just to make fun of like practical situations like, ugh. I got to get up and put my cream and my coffee. The struggle is real. But who started that? It's actually a good... Like, That's who, not a good question. Nobody really cares. I No, I'm... Absolutely no one could definitively answer that question yeah. either. I'm not saying it's a good question. I'm saying it's a good phrase. But you interrupted me like you phrase. always do. Therefore, I could not be able to complete the phrase. Okay. Anyway, so... <laughs> so, but you... All right. We were talking about... Um, did you watch the fights last week, Saturday? Um, I was working. Oh, it's always good to have a fight show. Where the people that are co-host the show don't, don't watch the fights. That's all I ask. You don't have to Sorry. do anything. I will book the guests. I'll, I'll plan the show. I'll get everything. I just... have caffeine duties. Yeah, you don't have TiVo or DVR. I do. Okay, so you can't. <laughs> so you can't say, okay, I'm going to DVR the fights mm-hmm. and then watch them. Maybe when I don't have caffeine duties. Well, in my two hours, I could. I can even fast forward the commercials so that way I can just oh. watch the actual fights. Mm. And then, then when we go on a podcast that's, uh, that people can listen you, to... Can you can, write this outline for me yeah, so I can follow? Yes. Then, oh, then oh, when, oh, you wanna, when you go on a podcast, then you could say, you know what? Hey, look, I'm on a podcast <laughs> talking about fighting, and these are the fights I should have watched, and I'll know what the fuck I'm talking about, as opposed to the other guy who, co- who hosts the show will just talk about fights that I haven't seen, okay. and then just sit there like a fucking nimrod. Honestly, I, I had this talk with, with T-Rex last week. Because he never watched the fights. He didn't watch the fights either, and it was like... Yeah, but it, what is he doing on a Saturday night? He has four kids, but regard. I'm, I'm sick of honestly. Am I fired? No, you're not fired. <laughs> T Rex is fucking. My patience is. I'm sorry, Marina. Really we'll, we'll, we'll go off and do our own thing. My yeah, pa- like I'm not even really right. hired. Just... My my patience is thin right now with T Rex. Obviously, how is your patience? Thin. Obviously, you're a you're a fighter. Uh, you know, you you bring that credibility. Okay, he doesn't have that. But I fail because I don't watch the fights. All right. So anyway, there's a porn. <laughs> st- there's two porn stars right now going at it on Twitter. Uh, Nikki Benz and Lisa Ann. And how does this have to do with MMA? Good segue. Uh, well, well, I was talking about well, because you were 25 minutes late. I started talking about my job, it, and then I was mm-hmm. going to get into it. And, but then, you, but then you came, interrupted it, and that's how it all happens. So now we're talking about porn stars. Yes. Well, because this is MMA now. Nikki Benz. Uh, who uh, over? Nikki bends over. She does bend over. She wants to fight Lisa Ann. She's a girl who played Sarah Palin and Nalen Palin. Uh, oh, I missed that one. All oh, right, so <laughs> so they start talking smack. I don't know what the what the beef was over, but now Nikki wants to box Lisa Ann, and we were we were gonna have in her, a porn star boxing match. No, no, in a real boxing match for charity, like a commission based. Yeah, no, not like a, I doubt that anyone's gonna sanction it, but probably like in a celebrity boxing. 
type thing. Like a Mickey Rourke thing? Yeah, like a Mickey Rourke thing, probably. Okay. Uh, yeah, which they'll both get paid to go down. All right, so... Um, <laughs> oh, my now, God. Now, Nikki called her a bully-ass hoe uh, on Twitter. Uh, not a bully-ass hoe, a bully-ass hoe. And, uh, and I said that, you know, that Nikki's going to be the first Canadian champion uh, since GSP. And then, actually, Elias Theodoro wrote, of course, uh, she goes balls deep in championship rounds. Which, which thank oh, you. Oh, my <laughs> thank God. Thank you, Elias. Guy, guy fucking kills me. <laughs> and then somebody wrote, it's the poor version of Tito versus Bonner. Because they're kind of, they're, they, they may have peaked a couple of years ago. I'll just, I'll just call it that. Um, and now, Jenna Jameson wants, Jesse Jane wants to fight Jenna Jameson. Uh, Christy Mack wants to fight uh, Bonnie Rotten. So there's three porn stars that like want to fight each other, or six, I guess. Now, do you think? So are you thinking? I, I'm thinking there could be like a really good promotion going on here. That's we could what I'm totally saying. Totally put this together. But matchmaker, but- or you don't even need a matchmaker. They are their own matchmakers. But don't, do you think like like a Titan FC or like a Legacy or even a World right. Series of what Fighting? What would we name this porn star promotion? World Series of Fisting. No, 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 but, <laughs> no. But don't you think one of these promotions should do that? I'm, I'm, if you're going to sign CM Punk, who has zero experience, and if we're just going to be completely joking of the sport, yeah. If it, well, I mean, these girls have like you know yeah. a million followers on Twitter. Some of them, some of them have like you know at least. Minimum eight hundred thousand followers on Twitter. Mm-hmm. They would probably a lot of these guys would tune in to watch them fight. Uh, don't you think that putting them on the undercard of a Titan FC or a, or a, a, would actually be a good idea? I mean, it would make a complete joke of MMA, women's MMA. No, I don't think do. it would be a good idea to put them on an MMA like an official MMA promotion. I think I think an official MMA promotion should do a little side thing and put up together put together like a little show for themselves i don't think they should incorporate like porn stars in an official <laughs> mma show but if you're, you're putting cm punk i mean that's different that's different why is that because professional wrestling is a lot different than porn these girls put a lot more time on the ground than cm punk um and that couldn't be a bad thing <laughs> so i mean honestly they have the exact same amount of fights as cm punk these girls no yes they have mm. cm punk never had a fight before Neither so, neither has uh, Bonnie Rotten. Have you seen some of the bumps that he's taken in wrestling? Have you seen some of the knees that these girls have had? Yes. The, the fucking the bruised knees? I'm just saying. I look. I look. Rug burns. The yeah, struggle is burns, real. The struggle is real. Don't you, Evan, don't you think it's a good I idea? I guess, like, I guess what is trying, uh, the UFC is trying to incorporate a new style of fighting, professional wrestling fighting. So, all right. Well, listen, we got Rashad Evans now calling in. we got in. porn star fighting. I, honestly, I'm... I, is he coming in or like... No, no, we got, he, we're, we're, we got Rashad. We're going to call Rashad right we now. We don't have anybody in studio. What the hell? Well, being that you're a fighter in a gym every day, maybe you could ask some of the people you train with. Yeah, that's true. Oh, God. <laughs> this is, it's like... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Help. All right. So I could leave. No, I like having you here. So all right, we're gonna talk about Machida versus Dalloway afterwards. We're gonna talk about Pat Cummings, how good he looked. Rampage coming back. Cody McKenzie's fighting in M1 last week. His fight that he lost, but he had the greatest walkout ever. To uh, he came out to Here I Go Again on My Own uh, by White Snake. You got to see this walkout. We're gonna play that. Cody uh, is so Cody. Uh, I love that guy. Yes, Titan FC. Desmond won. Desmond beat Steven Siler. We had him on last week. We'll talk about that. CM Punk saying he wants to fight Anderson Silva for the right money. Uh, UFC lawsuits. Uh, we're going to talk about that. A lot of stuff we got to talk about. Anthony Burchek. 
Adam Hunter, what's up? What's up, man? It's me, Marina Shafir. You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. How's it going, buddy? What's up, Anthony? Good, brother. How's it going, Marina? How are you guys doing? Good, man. How are you doing? Good, brother. Just been, you know, being lazy and getting fat. Nice. That's good. Thanks for the ticket, by the way. Uh, Anthony uh, and, his, and his beautiful wife, Mercedes, got me the ticket to the UFC on Fox. What? So thank so you. So nice of them. Yeah, I, as soon as I heard you were you were coming to town, man, you know, I wanted to go see you out there in Scottsdale, and and I was like, the least I could do was at least hook you up with a ticket, like you hooked up, hooked me up with a ticket to see your first show. So, oh, dude, no, it was it was it was great, man. I I, I you know I came I came running in, I, I I was pumped. Sorry about what happened, man. I I uh, I mean, you you were looking great. You were looking great. You 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 were you were landing your you know punches. You got the double leg takedown. It's that damn heel hook he caught you with, huh? Yeah, you know, I just. I felt so good. I was so in the zone. And then, you know, just naturally the wrestler kicked in and, and I went to, you know, I went to my takedown and, and it was, that wasn't necessarily part of the plan right out of the gate, but, you know, you try to evolve with the fight and, and it just kind of, that's where the flow went naturally, you know, and, and I created space to, to get back up to my feet. And when he did that, he laced his, his heel hook in and, and that was the the beginning and the end from there. I mean, were you like when he when he got that? Because another guy had like finished what three guys with that heel hook? Is that that's like his go to move? Were you just thinking, ah, fuck? Well, you know, yeah, exactly. You mm-hmm. know, we we had we had trained so extensively for that, and I thought, you know, I had done um, I had done enough or or was comfortable enough to to you know fight it off and and really compete in that position. And he changed a couple things that that we didn't see. Usually he does his heel hook from 50-50 guard. And in this time, he went uh, inverted or, or reverse reverse heel hook. So we, we had never seen him do that position. I, I should have trained, you know, I still trained for it. It's a little bit more of a dangerous one. It puts a little bit more torque on the knee. And, uh, I mean, the kid's quads were just like tree trunks. So when he clamped down on my leg and I was started to roll, my knee immediately started popping on the first defense when I rolled to the center of the cage. And then once I rolled back... Uh, I got trapped up against the cage, and, and my leg, my uh, my left leg got laced under, so I couldn't kick him in his butt to get out. And uh, by that time, my ankle started popping. So, I mean, there was a whole lot of snap, crackle, and pop going on. Yeah. Now, Samarina, so what should he have done? Honestly, when you have like, whenever I get go for the armbar, and like I just have my legs, you should be able like just the control on the legs. Yeah. If you can weaken that. Yeah, yeah. You, then that's the only way to get out of a submission like that. If you can, if you yeah, can you like know, lighten the bite on the submission, then it's easy to get out. But that's what I would have worked on first. But every situation is different. Yeah, and I, and that's one thing I failed at. You know what I mean? The the rookie kid made a rookie move, and and I should have uh, should have fought the legs off and defended inside. You know, I would have been if if I would have done like exactly like you said and, and defended the leg, put pulled the pulled the heel off my hip and, and, and created space that way, I would have been like standing right over top of him, just raining down punches. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I mean, it was a, it was a, it was a tremendous life experience. I got to, you know, I had the best warm up. I had the best walkout. Uh, I was in the fucking zone when I got in there and I was just on cloud nine, you know, with the loss anyways, it still was, it's still literally next to my kids being born the best, uh, the best experience I've ever had in my life. I mean, so being that you have seven kids, this is your eighth best experience, or? <laughs> yeah, my eighth experience. <laughs> now, 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 your wife is super hot. She's got huge boobs. I mean, what are they? Like, oh D's, God. E's, what are they? F's? 
Yeah, they're like, uh, I think she's at Triple D right now. Triple D. Now, oh, she said E's. She said E's. She's her E's. Now, now I know that she's your manager also. So, like, after that happens, does she hook you up that night and be like, listen, you saw the champ in my family and just, like, gobble, gobble? Is that what happens? <laughs> Is that what happens? Oh, Jesus. So, repeat that again. I got I to gotta hear that again. Okay, so afterwards, that night, you're, you're kind of bummed out. She's your wife. She's your manager. You know, you're, you're taking care of a, 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 at least six of her kids, too. Uh, is she like, <laughs> she like, baby, you're still my champion, and then gobble, gobble, deep throat? Yeah, exactly. So she, she, takes her, she takes her management percentage, and then she takes it all, like I told you last time. Uh, nice. That's awesome. Well, <laughs> at, least, at least you got a cool wife. Happy that? wife, happy life. That's good. Exactly. Nice. Now, uh, now, how now? How messed up was was like your knee and ankle though? By the way, how are you as far as that goes? I'm, I'm super sore, man. You know, the at, that night it was the ankle. I mean, you saw me got limping out. Like I couldn't even move my ankle at that time. And uh, it was the night that it happened. My ankle was super tender, and my knee was like okay. And then on the ride to the hospital, get this shit. I jump in the ambulance. They took me on a 35 minute ride in the opposite direction of the hospital. Ugh. Road trip. So, yeah, exactly. So like the UFC wasn't too happy about that. They were like, you know, this was a this was a, a five minute drive. Like we could literally walk from US Airways to the hospital. You know, what if this kid had brain trauma and you guys took him in the wrong direction? But um no my was, knee like, Nick um, Diaz driving the thing? My niece huh? was Nick Diaz driving the the the, the, the ambulance? <laughs> yeah, Nick Diaz was driving, he was just lost. <laughs> no, yeah. You know, my knees my knee's super tender right now. I got my MRI tomorrow, uh, on Christmas Eve at one thirty. And uh, I'm going to see what they say. But, you know, nothing's broken. Nothing's uh, nothing's torn uh, in the ankle so far that I've that they've seen. My orthopedist said I've just got a sprained ankle. So we really got to see what the damage on the knee is. I mean, it was one of those things. I was like, man, you, like, you, were, down, you were showing that you're the better fighter. He just fucking caught you. I was like, oh, I was so... F- it was uh, that that and then I had and then I was sitting next to Jake Ellenberger and then Joel Ellenberger lost and then and then my buddy uh, it was like one of those things where all my guys were, were like well, I actually losing. saw that fight the Joe or yeah, yeah it was Joe. kind of it was kind of a weird night for for us you know what I mean because not only that is uh, my teammate Derek Brunson got sick in the back you know what I mean so we're like we're like in the ready room he's getting wrapped up I'm getting wrapped up and the next thing I know he's like hey you know get Coach Jackson and like I, I walked over and I was like hey Coach I said uh, Derek wants you in the bathroom. <laughs> he like walked over and, and next thing I know fucking uh, EMTs are coming in and giving, wow. giving him IVs and trying to get him rehydrated and he was throwing up like projectile vomiting oh. like four or five times and he got really 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 bad food poisoning well I'm happy he didn't fight though because a lot of guys would have went and just, and just fought anyway and then puked all yeah, over yeah, you know what you know what was really cool man Dana, Dana came in the back and was like you know Derek like I'm not <laughs> if you don't want to fight or if you don't if you think there's like a you know, a percentage of a percentage of a chance that you don't feel, uh, you know, 150% mentally or even physically. Like, he's like, I, I'm not making you fight because if you don't want to fight, you don't have to fight. So I thought that was pretty cool. That, that, that's really cool. Now, um, I know that you, you, you switched your camp for this fight. You went to Greg Jackson's. I saw pictures of you and Cub Swanson training and a couple other guys. What was that like? Dude, that was, that was uh, the most elite training I've ever had in my life in, in between wrestling, jujitsu, uh, you know, any sport that I've ever done, that was literally the most high caliber training I've had ever. You know, the coaching, coaching staff, there's amazing coach six and Gibson, you know, he, these guys welcome me. I, I, I beat, we beat a couple of their guys before, like in the regional scene. And I knocked out one of their, their top up and coming, uh, one thirty five ers So for them to, 
to welcome me in as, as you know, warmly as they did. I was, I was really pleasantly surprised. And I mean, they, they, you know, the coaches, the coaches took me under their wing. Like I'd been one of their kids for, you know, for a long time. So, and, and just, just the opportunity to train with Cub and see how intellectual of a fighter he is and how he breaks down everything was, was, uh, you know, very enlightening and, and shows me exactly where I need to be and what level I need to be at. Did you train with John Jones at all? Nah, he was there though. We went, we, you know, we hung out and, and, uh, I don't know if you saw me on his Instagram slow grind into his Nick Jonas song. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, I, you know what? It was funny. I, I, I followed you uh, on like your whole thing with, you know, you with the guys over at Jackson's and I was, I was really happy for you. It seemed like you really found your place over there. Yeah, like I said, dude, the energy was just so so natural. It clicked, you know what I mean? Like, if you've just ever been around some people and, and you just, you know, it, it's like you guys have, like, kindred souls, you know what I mean? It's like you guys have known each other forever, and that's exactly how I felt, man. I think uh, that's definitely going to be a, a more permanent spot for me. Uh, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna do my, my stuff here. Like, I'll, I'll probably do eight-week camps, and I'll do my first four weeks here, you know, in Tucson, and then uh, and then head out to head out to Albuquerque to finish up. Now, were you nervous about maybe about possibly getting cut or no? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's never it's never a guaranteed thing. I mean, I signed four fights with the UFC, but I've seen weirder shit happen, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, they could uh, they could give me another fight. I hope. I mean, I'm I hope they give me another fight. You know, it's just uh, it's just one of those things. You don't know they could they could cut you. The division's loaded with people right now, and I don't know if you've seen how many injuries are, are plaguing the 135 division. So hopefully they keep me on. Yeah, I think they'll keep you on. I mean, it was one fight. You were looking good up until then. It was just you got caught in a move. I can't see them. But I was, I was, you know, I was looking at some of your things. Okay, so you were the Rage in the Cage champion. You're a BJJ World Silver medalist, right? Um, yeah. Now, you're a World Silver medalist, but you're a purple belt. How is that possible? Yeah, I at at the blue belt division, they break they break all the tournaments down by by oh. division. They don't put everybody all in one weight class. Ah, that makes sense. And then, uh, then so, MFC champion. You're a four-time Greco-Roman Arizona State champion, three-time Arizona high school state medalist, 2003 Arizona State runner-up, and All-American. I mean, you've had a ridiculous amount of credentials. Uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's all right there. And then I was looking at like what you do during a day, right? Typical day. You wake up in the morning for practice, and then you hit Muay Thai pads. Uh, then grappling from 8:30 to 10:30. You go back home, you rest, then you, then you run four miles. Then you pick up the kids from school, you rest till 5.30, head, head to the gym for more Muay Thai, then sparring, and then you, re- then you eat dinner, then you go home, then you run again, and that helps, uh, then they said, you said that running again helps calm your brain. That's a, that's a typical yeah. day? That's, yeah, no rest for the wicked, my friend. And that's, that's, I, I said I'd pick up the kids from school. That's not like dealing with all the other little kids' bullshit in between those minutes and, and, and hours, you know what I mean? Like, I, I still I have to wake up early and drive my oldest daughter uh, up the mountain to, to high school. I, we live kind of down in the valley. She goes to a, a foothill school. And uh, I have to drive her uh, 20 minutes one way, 20 minutes back the next, get my shit for practice, and then head out. That's that's a lot of dedication, Marina. I mean, is that typical for you? No, I ain't got no kids. <laughs> <laughs> she said, "I ain't got no kids." I ain't got no kids. <laughs> but that's uh, a awesome. that's a packed day, my friend. I more props to you for just getting your shit done. I mean, so when did you? I mean, when did you and your wife like find time to hook up? I mean, you just like you just. Trapped just the right plot. before the right before the MMA roasted show. Oh, nice! Oh, oh, you guys! Oh. Wait, you guys just banged <laughs> just now? 
it lasted longer than my UFC debut, thank God. <laughs> oh, oh, come on. It's all right. It's all right, man. And then the next time. So, <laughs> so, so who are we calling uh, you know, out? I mean, who are we calling out? You know, I want. I still want that fight with Joe Soto. You know what I mean? That left a, that left a sour taste in my mouth, and, and I still want to fight Joe. You know, I think we match up good. I think there's a lot of people that will actually meet me in the middle of the cage and fight me rather than, than fall to their back and, and go for a heel hook, you know? And I mean, more, you know, I have thought to Ian that he, that he landed his number one move, but at the same time, like I wanted to get in a fight, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, my, you know, well, I mean, you also learn your lesson. I mean, that's, you know, tough lesson to learn, but yeah, next time you'll be prepared for that. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and, uh, like I said, it was, it was the best experience of my life. You know, even with the loss, it, it was something that was so, long awaited and and you know i had no nerves it was it was all about having fun and, and enjoying the moment you know and and uh i'm sure i'm sure marina you can attest to all the nerves you know doing judo at a, at a national level at a global level and you feel nerves every once in a while you know what i mean and and then there's those matches where it's just organic and you're just ready to rock you know and and that's exactly the the, the mindset that i was in so it's I mean, the nerves you know, I'm, that I'm, remind I'm, you that you're still you know, you're there and it's like a reminder of remind it reminds you to perform and be at your peak. You know, it just it's it's indescribable for people who don't like compete. I mean, everybody yeah, gets no, nervous. I agree. It, it, everybody gets nerves for something in their life. Competitions are just a little bit different. Yeah, I agree. And, and I mean, you know, people are like, oh, don't you worry about getting hurt and you can, you know, you can get seriously hurt. I never, that never fucking crosses my mind in, a, in, in any of the training or preparation is the fact that you can get hurt doing this, you know, and other than bumps and bruises, like this is just competition to me. It's not, you know, it's not a, it's not like people think of, of, of a cage fight really, you know, it's just, it's literally the highest form of competition in my, in my mind. And, and, uh, I mean, I agree with you. The nerves keep you sharp and the nerves, you know, get you to perform. And I think the morning that I woke up, <clears throat> the morning of the fight, I woke up because I fought at one thirty, which is like super odd. So I had to cram in all my usual morning rituals in, in like an hour. So I woke up at seven and that's when I got nervous Yeah. and I didn't know how I was going to get all my shit done, you know, before, before 11 o'clock, uh, you know, before lunchtime. What are your morning rituals? Uh, dude, I get up, I do, I, you know, I do workouts. I, I call people, specific people that I need to talk to, to get me right mentally. Um, you know, and, and there's lazy Mexicans. They're not up that early on a, mm. on a Saturday. So <laughs> I was like, damn it, who am I going to call? You know, but I, I call my grandma, my grandma, my grandma sets me on a, on a good path, you know, and, um, we say a prayer together and, and usually, and I didn't get to do that this time. So I didn't get to do a lot of my, I didn't get to stomp the cage. I didn't get to, uh, I think it'd do a lot of stuff this time, man. And it was kind of, I don't know if it maybe threw me out of my element, but I still felt, you know, I still felt good. Well, look, you'll, you'll definitely be back, man. Um, you know, I got all the, and by the way, thanks for doing the sprawl challenge for my friend, Randy. Uh, I, oh, absolutely, dude. Absolutely. I, You're welcome very much. I truly appreciate that. And, uh, have a happy holidays. Give your best to Mercedes white, your beautiful wife. And, Merry Christmas. And your, uh, your, 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 your kids and uh, good luck with everything, Anthony. All right, thank you guys. Hey. Thanks for having me on, Adam Marina. Thank you. No problem. And hey, and where can people find you? Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter at AbertCheckMMA. Uh, you guys know I'm super interactive with my fans. So if you guys want to tweet me, send me a message, do whatever you got to do, I'll, I'll be sure to reply back to you guys. And uh, hit me up on Facebook, uh, facebook.com backslash Anthony Burchak. Thanks a lot, Anthony. Take care, buddy. Thanks so much. All right, guys. Take it easy. Bye.
All right. Thank you. Uh, okay, so that was Anthony Burchak. Uh, love that guy and his beautiful wife, Mercedes. So we were supposed to have Rashad Evans on the show, but um, what happened was they rearranged this room for some reason, and some of the cords got knocked out, or something happened where our phone lines were not working. So we're going to have Rashad on next week because um, uh, the phones didn't work. We have uh, we live we work in a billion-dollar uh, building, but we couldn't get a phone working. Um, but, however, it'll be next week. Guarantee the phones work next week. So uh, Christmas is coming up. Um, looking forward to the holidays. What are you doing for the holidays, Marina? I don't celebrate Christmas. That's true. What, you celebrate uh, Hanukkah. Yeah, what, so what I'm you, working. Do you celebrate Hanukkah at all? I do celebrate Hanukkah. What I made some killer matzo ball soup. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, my kind of girl. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I, I have shows every night. Every night of the week, I have shows, but 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 it's gonna be fun. Christmas, that's what I'm doing. Christmas, I'm doing shows. Christmas Eve, as uh, I'm at the Flappers. Uh, Flappers. Flappers Comedy Club on Wednesday night. Where's Flappers? It's in Burbank. Burbank. And then uh, and then Friday, Friday and Saturday, I'm at the Ice House. And Sunday, I'm doing uh, Moshki, some, some kind of Indian restaurant. What do you have going on Christmas and Day? Christmas Day, uh, nothing. I'm gonna be. You know what? I've I've been working on this. I wrote a movie about a wrestling team, and I've just it's been I've been trying to get this Kickstarter campaign, and I finally have time to work on it. It's, so you're gonna use Christmas to work on it? Yes. I'm, I'm, I've been do you using, have a Christmas tree? I'm Jewish, so do you uh, have a menorah? No, I'm not really religious. I'm not like. Did you light any candles? No, I mean, yeah, just to be good. Some for uh, the date. Some incense to get the, the the stuff out of my. But no, I haven't I haven't written read any. I'm not a big uh, holiday guy. Well, um, that's a little sad. Well, my life is a holiday. I get to enjoy every every day's Christmas for me. I get to talk to fighters and get paid for it, and I, I and I and I get to watch do comedy and make mm-hmm. people laugh and get to sit next to beautiful uh, Russian Madova from the Supernova from Madova. Who? Madova. Uh, <laughs> What's Madova? The girl from Madova. Uh, yeah. So you know, my life is a holiday. I don't, I don't, need, to, I don't need to get a. The holidays from Yeah, the, the girl, the, the girl who likes to scissor, and and uh, you know, yep. I'm just kidding. By the way, Marina does not scissor for everybody that like keeps making these scissor memes. Uh, she's never scissored. Oh, have you ever scissored before? Oh my god, I'm not going down this road again. Oh, we're not going down the scissoring road. No, we're not. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> why are my things on? I don't even need this. Anyway, uh, the fights this weekend. So, let's talk about some of the fights that happened. Machida looked amazing. Uh, He's 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 gonna be. I guess he's they're saying he's gonna fight Luke Rockhold next. That'll be oh a, yeah, they're really pushing that one. That'll That's be a good gonna, fight. I don't know who wins that fight. I think I I love Machida, but I think Rockhold would take it. Why? I don't know. I think uh, no, nah, I do know. I just think he 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 has every ability to be one step ahead of Machida technically. I don't know. This Machida's look been looking like a karate star as of late. I mean, not a karate star, like, like, like an action star. I mean, mm-hmm. he's just throwing these the, the, that that kick. I I think it knocks out almost anybody with that kick as long yeah. as they you know. I guess now people are gonna see it coming a little more maybe and prepare for that. But Dalloway looked like a fish out of water, and Dalloway's a tough guy. I I um I you know I was thinking maybe maybe he's gonna pull it off. He's he's good in he's good in Brazil. He's taking down more Brazilians than. Uh, I don't know uh, Nick Manning, uh, <laughs> but uh, he somehow uh, he was able to to you know who Nick Manning is? Mm-mm. Oh, I was, I was, I was like, who, uh, yeah, Nick Manning. You don't know who Nick Manning? No, he's the adult film star that he says dropping loads. That's his, that's there you his... go. It's a male adult porn star. Yeah, who's that's taking out lots of Brazilians? That's why I don't know who again. it is. Okay, a lot of <laughs> yeah, the dropping loads. A lot of people know who Nick Manning is, uh, but anyway, so. Uh, 
The uh, Baral. Baral also looked good, but he did fight the number 14 guy. I mean, you take the number two guy, or number one guy, against the number 14, I think they're going to look as good or even better than Baral looked. Um, you know, uh, but he did look good. He And he wants a rematch against the bathtub that, uh, that like, beat him. So um, he looked good. You know, he he, he fell, fell in the bathtub for his, the fight before that. He fell into the bathtub? He, like, passed out in the bathtub. Cutting weight. Yeah. So he wants to fight the bathtub. Yes. It's going to be a sanctioned fight. It'll be Baral versus the bathtub. Tell me you wouldn't watch that. I don't think I would watch that. Yeah, me neither. I wouldn't watch that either. So, uh, Adam, let me ask you a question about that fight. Do what? you think do you think Gagnon gave up? Because it looked like he didn't even attempt to fight off the arm triangle. Uh, I think he he maybe got a little deflated. Um, I thought he had the right game plan. I think he was landing more shots than like other number fourteen guys would land on the number one guy. You know, like he was actually it was a competitive fight. I thought in the first two rounds, it wasn't as competitive. Burrell was looking better, but it wasn't as one-sided as, let's say, okay, who's the, who's the number one heavyweight? Let's say, let's say... Kane. Uh, Kane Velasquez, right? The number one contender Verdum? after him would be Verdum. If, okay, if Verdum fought the number 14 heavyweight, uh, which would be who? Let's say... I don't know. Who's the number... I mean, Shaub. I'm saying Shaub was number 14. Around there. Around there. Okay, Verdum versus Gonzaga. Mitrione. I think Mitrione's 14 right now. Maybe Mitrione, but Verdum versus Gonzaga wouldn't look as competitive as, as I thought. Maybe heavyweight, maybe that's a bad example, but uh, it seems It's a situation like- where the, the rankings matter. Say if you bring in like a top contender from a different country and they're not ranked in the UFC... Now that's a battle of rankings. Like that's a, that's a true battle of like separate rankings. Do you know what I'm saying? Not really. Like, say there's a a heavyweight in Russia somewhere that's a fucking beast animals, but yeah. just killing everybody that Russia has to give yeah. them, and they get signed to the UFC and like nobody knows where he is. You know, say he gets. Match- the rankings don't matter in that in that case. Yeah, they 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 shouldn't matter until the fight is over because you can't place him. Yeah, right, maybe. You know, but then there's 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 going to be a handful of people who don't want to fight him, and then there's going to be maybe one or two people in the top ten who do want to fight him. Kind of like a Joe Soto-TJ situation, because yes. Joe, Joe was was unranked. Exactly. Technically. Right. So, I like, mean, if it's within the UFC, if it's two fighters within the UFC rankings who are fighting each other, that's when rankings are going to affect the fight. But if you're bringing somebody in who's completely, you know, just anonymous in that way, then... It's not going to matter. Well, Mitch had, had yeah. UFC has had UFC fights though. Who? Yeah. Mitch Gagnon. Yeah, no, I thought Gagnon looked good though. I thought he looked competitive. I, you know, but it was it was weird. Burrell was also coming off, a, you know, he he got shellacked by TJ. The last fight he kind of he didn't make weight, and then he got sick and then passed out. It was a weird. He was fighting in Brazil. He had the crowd behind him. He looked good, Burrell. He looked good. A lot of people were doubting Burrell after that, saying like the combined guys that he beat were barely over 500 as opposed to a couple guys like Faber or whatever. People were actually – I read an article about how they were doubt, doubting whether or not Burrell was the, like, the biggest con that the UFC sold us, um, which I didn't necessarily believe. But I didn't know because I didn't know much about him until the until – UFC kind of merged with the WEC. Yeah, yeah, honestly, I so I you know Barrow looked like he should be the number one seed. However, he fought a guy who was the number fourteen seed. So it was the case of, you know, is Barrow as good as we thought he was? Is he? I mean, I don't know. I know that TJ shellacked him, but that could happen at all. To, that that could, that could happen. You know, maybe a guy gets complacent. A guy, but I mean, look, he looked great against uh, against Uriah Faber. Uh, Barrow did, and no one. And Uriah Faber is a guy that you don't you don't just beat Uriah Faber no. unless you're the 
top echelon mm-hmm. of the top echelon. He's not a guy you could just walk through. <laughs> Nobody. Yeah. Nobody's walking through favor. Maybe, you know, like, you know, Matt Brown, when he surprised him and you could maybe catch him, but not like that. Um, what do you think about it? How about Burrell with hair? Matt Brown. Mike Brown, by the way. I said nothing. I said Matt Brown, Mike Brown. I was like, oh. How about Burrell with hair? Burrell. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he had, he had, he had hair. hair. Yeah, he looked better. He t- took away from That's his like, alien-like. teeth. That's so alien-like. Yeah, sp- speaking of teeth, mm-hmm. uh, Pat mm-hmm. Cummings. Uh, I, I like the fact that that it looked like John Dotson could fit through his mouth. Honestly, uh, so somebody on the underground said that like Matthew somebody's Ma- going to make a meme of that. Somebody said that Matthew McConaughey uh, is going to fly a spaceship through that black hole uh, on the underground, <laughs> which which made me laugh pretty hard. Uh, you know, Pat Cummings. You know, people people may not like his style of fighting. Bullshit. He's a wrestler, and he went gets the win, and he's been beating everybody. Um, and I and and you know what? Until he's Confident with his striking, I like the way he. I like the way he's doing. He knows he's not a striker. Eventually, maybe he will be a striker. He'll get that kind of tutelage. But he's dominating black belts with his wrestling, and it's not easy to do. Not easy to do. And Pat Cummings, like I said before, he's been to jail. He was roommates with Mayhem Miller. Uh, I've been there a couple times where I'm like, this in itself is a fucking challenge that you're able to overcome. And he fought Daniel Cormier on four days' notice or a week notice. I mean, the guy in Brazil is a cakewalk. It's a good for Pat Cummings. I'm happy for him. It was a good way for him to get into the UFC, absolutely. Yeah. Well, what was amazing about that fight was he wasn't scared. No. Wasn't no. scared to go to the ground with him. And I was just like, he's going to get caught. Mm-hmm. How dare you go down on the ground with this? You know, <laughs> How like, dare like, you? Yeah. JJ, like, badass. And then he just didn't give a shit. And he was like, <laughs> I'm going to put my will, impose my will on him. And he's a guy he had that some like, real precarious situations with that fighting off that knee bar though. <laughs> oh that yeah, was close. no, I was like, I was exactly, I was like, honestly, like, no, no, I was screaming at the TV, <laughs> no, don't, don't. I, I was honestly no. like, please, I, I like Pat Cummings. I, I've hung out with him. He's the very modest, down to earth, just a, a normal guy. This like, is how you pick fights and fighters. What? If you like them. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Any yes. So they announced that uh, the rampage is back. Uh, and then the World Series of Fighting said Rampage is not back. And then, uh, not World Series of Fighting, because Scott Coker, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm all over the place. Scott Coker said, no, he's not. Uh, he's still under contract. Uh, it was pretty funny, because then somebody wrote, this guy, Steven Van Bieber, uh, he wrote, LOL, when the parents bicker over custody, isn't it always the kids that suffer? <laughs> 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 Which I thought that was brilliant. Steven Van Bieber, thank you for making me laugh. I'm, I'm confused. Wasn't he happy at Bellator? He was, was he happy making with, a bunch of money in Bellator? He was happy with Bjorn Rebney. Uh, him and Bjorn. Like, I thought he hated Bjorn. Yeah, no, I thought he hated Bjorn. No, remember? That's King Mo that hates Bjorn. No, King Mo. Remember, King Mo called Rampage a dick riding Bjorn. Remember, he's like, Rampage, you dick riding uh, Bjorn. Or, or, no, he called, he called uh, Bjorn a dick riding Rampage. Someone was dick riding somebody. Oh, with Bjorn leaving and Scott Coker coming in. It's all confusing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I, I think part of it, too, Rampage had to deal with Viacom and not necessarily Bellator. It was like this big, encompassing deal. And I don't think he was happy with it. And also the Reebok deal also. Isn't he sponsored by Reebok, Rampage? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I know a lot of them for a long time. And a lot of people are were kind of upset that Rampage came back or not 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 thrilled. You know what? Rampage is an entertainer. Uh, the guy walks out there with those chains, starts howling. 
I, I, I get pumped. Barking, putting people's faces. And he goes for the knockout. I mean, he's, he, I mean, he knocks people out cold. Even in Bellator, he knocked out Joey Beltran, and he knocked out somebody else. Uh, Christian Mpumbu. Christian Mpumbu. Um, uh, you know, he, he beat King Mo. I didn't think he was going to beat King Mo. I thought King Mo won that fight barely, but you could argue it both ways. It wasn't. It was a very pretty boring fight, but uh, you know I like Rampage, and I, I, I'll, I'll watch Rampage fight. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? How could? How, I mean, that's the one thing I, I don't like about about UFC or MMA fans is that you know a guy sort of gets a little washed up or not washed up or he's been around a little much and and people go, oh, but you gotta you know Rampage. The, the 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 fights he had over in Pride and and I think he was like the one guy in Pride who wasn't juicing. Um, if you look at like the fights that he's won when he lost in Pride, and then he beat him, the guys back in the UFC. From from what from what I hear from my insider knowledge, which is just about as good as yours, listening. But um, it's he was a guy that wasn't juicing, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of other guys seem to have been juicing. And you, you, you got to respect Rampage. And I will, you know, I met the guy. He came to a comedy show, and I was like. Uh, my little brother is convinced he's black. There he is. I pointed to Rampage. And he, and he got a big big kick out of it. And good for him. He's good. got a good sense of humor. Yeah, really good sense of humor. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the fight that was hard to watch was my buddy Biggie Rhodes, uh, who's been on the show before. He's like my biggest supporter. He lost to Eric Silva. He got caught in an arm triangle, got put to sleep. But at least he didn't get hurt, right? Mm-hmm. I was trying to look at, look at the silver lining. I mean, that's three in a row he lost. I hope they keep him. You know, I, I really hope they keep him. They, who were his first two fights? He fought Robert Whitaker. Before that, I forgot who he lost um, to. But he lost to Eric Silva. And, uh, I mean, Eric Silva's a beast. No, he's on the up. Eric Silva's on the up. Somebody said that he's about as streaky as Yoel Romero's underwear. <laughs> um, and he is. I mean, he's, he, he loses the fights. He loses the big fights, Eric Silva. But he beats the guys he's probably, I guess you could say, he's supposed to beat on paper. Uh, it was hard to watch that though. I mean, a guy like Biggie, but you know, I, I talked to Biggie Mike Rose. He seems like he's a good spirits. Now I gotta ask: Have mm. you ever been put to sleep in a submission? Mm, I was. I've been choked out before in training. In training. In training, yeah. How many times? Not that many. I have a weird phobia of my neck. Like I sleep with my hand protecting my neck. Like I hate people when people touch my neck. Really? Yeah, I have. So whenever so during I, sex, there's no choking involved. Mm, mm, that's like a comfort level thing but like in training (laughs) i just i immediately like when i if anybody ever gets my back i have like the best defense on my neck it's really hard you you, you yell like rape or no No, that would be a good defense you brought a rape rape. no no wait wait what's your defense if someone has your back um i just i'm just really good about keeping my neck not Mm. So, okay, so your boyfriend starts choking you, and then what do you do? Wait, weren't we just talking about getting submitted? <laughs> can, we just, can we just keep going in that direction? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, so, so you... Ha- he's talking about Don't you submitted. sit... No. Thanks, Get DJ. the fuck out, DJ. DJ. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Captain Pervert speaks. All right, so now... I take that back what I said about those sneakers. Right, I'm going right. to step on your foot later. So, all right, so you... Uh, okay, so now... But my question is, like, say you get choked out. Like, I know when you get knocked out, they say sometimes when you get knocked out, it's every time it's easier to get knocked out again. It's a proven fact, but you get knocked out once, twice. Then eventually they say you're chinny, and you end up getting knocked out a lot. Uh, which some guys seem to be that's not the case. I mean, like Schaub. Uh, Schaub got knocked out earlier. Uh, he hasn't been knocked out. You know, he got knocked out a lot 
or Andre Arvlovsky, who seemed like he was getting knocked out a lot for a while. He won his last five or six fights, took some pretty big hits his last couple of fights, didn't get knocked out. But for the most part, I guess like in boxing, they say once you, your chin goes, your, 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 your chin goes. And you could look at like a guy like Gray Maynard as a guy that maybe is on that path or, uh, or other guys out there. I'm sure there are you know, other examples. Now, when you get choked out, is it the same? Mm-hmm. No, like you get choked out once or twice, and then you, you could go out easier? No. No? No. All right, so so a guy like Biggie Mac Rhodes loses to Eric Silva, gets choked out by an arm triangle. Now, is it just like, okay, he's fu- like totally fine now, pretty much, right afterwards? Yeah, I mean, like, unless they're with the submission, if there was a crank also with the choke, there shouldn't be any damage. Hmm. He just fell asleep. That's what it is. You just go to fucking sleep. That's it? Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. See, Bill Cosby should have took a jiu-jitsu. All right, now, <laughs> now, uh, now Titan FC... Uh, Desmond Green uh, and Steve, did you watch that fight? No. Of course you didn't. Well, so so Des, <laughs> our boy Desmond Green won, got the title, beat Steven Seiler, and I like the guys over at Titan. They're doing a very good job over there. Jeff Aronson and Lexi McMahon, whose father is Ed McMahon. Uh, some of you older guys might know that. Uh, so Desmond won. He won the belt. Uh, it was it was it was it was a, a cool little. Uh, it was a good show. I was happy about it. I was happy to watch it. Um, now Cody McKenzie, the M1. He had the greatest walkout I've seen in a while. He, he came out to Here I Go Again on My Own mm-hmm. by White Snake, and he, he was into it. He was punching himself at one point. It was pretty fucking cool. Uh, then he lost. He went in for a double. He got need. It wasn't pretty. Uh, look, Cody McKenzie, I will always be a fan of yours. You're a really good guy, but it just seems like you know a lot of these guys, that they, they try to have other jobs and then just go into fighting. It seems like you got, you got to do it full time or at least – like I know he's a he's a commercial crab fisherman mm-hmm. in Alaska, and then he just kind of takes fights I don't sometimes. Think that's true. What's that guy's name? Who's the firefighter who just fought? Stipe. Yeah, Stipe. Stipe. He's a fucking firefighter. He saves lives on the sidelines, and then he fucking goes in the cage and fights. Yes, but I think that he's saving lives while practicing versus like going for like eight months and fighting fires, and then just coming back and showing up for fights. That's true. You, you know, so you know, it's a kind of thing where Cody. I know that like M one might pay you better than UFC according to you or this and that but it just seems like but he you know he said he was in shape for this one he said he was in shape I know though his last fight he had to lose like he, 55 he, pounds he didn't make one he didn't make 170 uh, and he had to get blood drained before the fight and got blood taken out which probably isn't the, the best way to lose weight um, look I, I'm, I'm, I'm no you know nutritionist but uh, getting blood drained <laughs> to lose weight Probably not the best way. So now him and Mac Danzig and Will Brooks are all fighting on Twitter. Um, Mac Danzig is basically saying, "Look, uh, you know, do, do you want you want to pull that? If you can pull that up somehow." But basically, what it, uh, you don't have to. They're fighting over money. Really basically, know. you know, Mac saying, "Listen, nobody forced you to, to to get into fighting. You're complaining about fighter pay, but you know, you knew what you were you would, like. You got into it, and now all of a sudden you're upset about it." And then Will Brooks wrote an open letter. To a fighter saying he's well paid, fights for Bellator. If you put the time and the work in, eventually you'll be, you'll be well compensated. Mm-hmm. All the guys who are complaining are guys who are either no longer in the UFC. So you, you can see both sides. Mm-hmm. Personally, fighters are underpaid in my opinion. Um, but uh, at the same time, I am not an economist. And I'm also not running the organization. I don't know exactly how much money is being going to where and what and how. You know, uh, I'm underpaid as a comic, but 
I'm doing what I love. When you do what you love for a living, you're going to be underpaid until you hit the fucking big time. Yeah. <laughs> it just sucks because everybody, you ask a little kid, what do you want to be when you grow up? A baseball player, a movie star, uh, a fighter. Uh, that, And you know what? Most people don't get to do that because those are things that like you have to sacrifice and sacrifice and make shit money and make shit money. And then, you know, you do well. I probably make more money than... I don't know, 90, uh, a big percentage of comedians. Most comedians, they, they go, they go, oh, Adam Hunter, is, is, I'm, I'm, I'm on the successful end of the comics. And I'm still like, you know, in, in, unless you're the 1% of the, uh, of the, of the comedians, you're, you're not making as much money as you'd like to. And mm. unfortunately, fighting is the same way. And so is acting. Most actors uh, are not making a lot of money. Most, the average act, SAG, actor in SAG probably makes, what, like 5000 a year or something? But that's just eventually, and, and these numbers I'm pulling out of my ass, but, but, but eventually you make enough money where, you know, but that's just, that's just life. Life isn't fair. And that's what Mac Danzig said. Life isn't fair. And I happen to agree with him. Uh, of course I would like to see fighters make more money. Of course. You know, fuck it. I want to see Marina. I, I, I fucking hate the fact that Vince Pinchel is a professional fighter and is driving for AAA. I mean, that to me is like, like what professional NBA player is driving AAA? I, I mean, honestly, is, is Dwight Howard fucking towing your car? But, you know. But, but baseball, NFL, they all started that way too. Like yeah. back in the day when they first started those leagues, those guys were, du- were doing double duty, working at mm-hmm. places like that. So it's, it's following, it is following a, a path. Eventually they will come. It's frustrating now, but. Yeah, of course, but that's just what. But also, because, you look. Yeah, because the amount of work that fighters actually put in is never really going to be. It's, it's never like you're never going to have to clock in for training. Do you know what I mean? And clock out for training. Like no one is ever going to realize how hard we actually work to be able oh, yeah. to get into the cage. So, all it, these people are really concerned about is the, you know. It's the the official fight, and that's bullshit. Saying that you work for five minutes a year and you get paid. No, you don't. You work. It's all the no, training that exactly. goes into it. But I mean, every. But that's like you said, DJ. You look at rappers. I'm sure EPMD is pissed at Iggy Azalea how much she's making. You know, I guarantee you, the fucking Lost Boys are, are looking at going. What the fuck? Well, you know, you know. I, I just, you know, Young MC. I think was a better rapper than Iggy Azalea uh, for his time. You know, and I'm sure he's probably like. But the guys who paved the way always get screwed, and that's in every. And it's not fair, but like, it's life isn't fair. Mm-mm. What's fair? I mean, I love EPMD. I'm so happy you brought them up. Mm-hmm. Yes, a crossroads. Now, no, uh, so CM Punk said he's willing to fight Anderson Silva for the right money. Uh, Who isn't? I'd fight Anderson <laughs> Silva for the right money. You would? Fuck yeah, I would. How much money? I don't, whatever's right. I don't know. For a million dollars, you would? Yeah, I would fight him for a million dollars. For 20000 I would fight him for $20,000. 10000 yeah, I would probably fight him for ten thousand dollars. And how do you think you would do? I would probably get my ass kicked, but medicals, I would do it. Are in medicals the most... paid for? Yes. Wait, probably get your ass kicked? Yeah, because he's so much fucking bigger than me. But wouldn't it be like a definitely get your ass kicked? No, no, no. I would, I would put in a good fight. I think I would put in a pretty good fight. Uh, how, how? Okay, so Anderson Silva mm-hmm. at one eighty-five, mm-hmm. who was the the greatest of all time. Yep. Versus Marina, who's who's one forty-five. Mm-hmm. Okay. 145 female who's 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 you know had you've had two pro fights mm-hmm. and you think that you would be it would be a, a competitive fight i would love i would love to do it <laughs> wait you think it's to be a competitive fight no 
<laughs> I really <laughs> I mean don't get, look I, I'll be in your corner oh I, I know it. I, I will, there's gonna be a handful of people rooting for me I will be rooting inside. I will be rooting for you so hard <laughs> but it's like it's like when Rhonda said she can beat Kane under the right circumstances like what are these circumstances I don't have any circumstances. Like, like, like he just took Ambien, like, like seven pills. Uh, like, what, what are these? What are these circumstances? Post surgery of his leg. Yeah, I mean, like, while he's like in a coma or something, he just no. comes over and just flies on him. He like, needs. He need, He still needs to be casted with crutches. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, look. I, don't get me wrong. I'm on Team Marina, but I don't, I'm on Team Marina. But, but why is CM Punk even saying that? I, I guess he's trying to say that he's, he's an entertainer, and that's what they say. Yeah. Hey, DJ, I know that it's show and tell and you're showing naked pictures, but it's very distracting <coughs> trying to have a podcast while while my producer is showing Evan the beard pictures of, of chicks that he banged. The pictures thank, of you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. They're actually of the new Entourage movie that the trailer just dropped today. I know. We just show, we, we show, we show Marina during, during the break. <laughs> thank you. So professional. This is the most professionally run. All right. Let's go start sending you dick pics for the rest of the show so you can oh, just get nothing done. Okay, Did thank you. Did you just talk about her getting pile driven earlier? Or yeah. Whatever yes. That was? Yeah. Yeah, they were. Yes, yeah, I know. And then he asked me if I like to get Let's all turn on Adam for a second. Hold on. No, yeah. I just don't, I don't like people doing having yeah. shot. Yeah. I have the, the, I, the mark I, of professionalism over here. No. No. I don't just showing people pictures is just distracting to me. I don't care. If you want to show pictures of her getting pile drived, sure. And that's no problem. We could all. Have shown. All right, you know what? <laughs> so, so all right. And now the fighters are still calling out CM Punk. I know TJ Grant said uh, that it's making him. Uh, he said on Twitter it's making a joke with the sport. Uh, he's saying you, you can't just learn how to become a fighter in six months. He's been doing it his whole life. Um, and he says you know he's he's a big fan of his wrestling, but this is ridiculous. The people are going back and forth with that. Full Baroni. Uh, he said, "Fight me, hashtag homo," uh, which is like, <laughs> that's so baroney. Like, I mean, that's they say that's that how you so That's how you call someone out, New York badass style. Fight me, hashtag homo. I mean, I couldn't help but laugh. Which is funny given his past. Mm-hmm. You could pull up some pretty homoerotic pictures of Phil Baroni. Oh, absolutely. But the fact that like that's his way of getting you like, I'll call him a whole... It's such like an 80s... It, yeah. It's like, like, no, it's, I thought you were going to go with like an 8th grade move. Oh, like, it that's, is. That's total, an exciting word when you're in 8th grade. Total 8th grade move. Like, I'll get him. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, he's going to stuff him in a locker. <laughs> he's just such an easy target right now, CM Punk. Yes. Such an easy target because nobody knows anything about him. How do you think you would do against him? CM Punk? Yeah. Oh, I'd fuck him up. Totally. So why don't you call him out? Because I don't have any interest in it. So you think you'd fuck him up how? Like one round? Yeah. Like you'd submit him? Mm. So you think yeah. that... So he's fighting at 185. Yeah. At like, So how do you think it's... Why? Like, he's that big? Yeah. I thought he was fighting he's at 170. He's either going to go either, either 185 or 170. Ooh. So how do you think this, this is going to turn out for him? Um, I hope for the best. <laughs> Because I've met the guy. I've met him and he's a sweetheart and he's super respectful and... Um, I, I really hope that he prepares the right way for it. Yeah. You know, I want it to work out. I would love to see a fucking legit crossover. Fuck. We need that audience. We need that WWE, um, those fans, those men, those fans stick with their wrestlers through, you know, through losses and wins. We need those kinds of fans. So I think I can see why the UFC did it. And I, that's what I'm on board with. I just hope. I but, think it's a win-win situation for the UFC. But a guy that 185 that you think you can beat, or that you're sure that you can beat in one round, 
Like, we're is just there talking any... about me right now. Yeah, no, but no, but no, but I'm saying, but I'm saying, is there any other fighter at 185 you need to be in one round in the UFC or at 170? No, probably not. Probably not. So, I mean, so how do you think this guy's going to do well? I mean, in six months of, you think it's all of a sudden, I mean, no, unless, unless he fights one of these guys that like from the UFC Ultimate Fighter China, who's like 1-0 and or 2-1. and one, it, it's, you know. all re- it's all relative until we see his performance, honestly. Yeah. That's all we can skip, speculate all we want. There's a lot of people who just want to see his ass get knocked out. You know? I, which I don't who knows if he had- want. Who, who wants to see that? I don't care about it. I don't... I, Nothing will get me excited about seeing a guy just get knocked out. It's like mm-hmm. I can yeah, go to World Star Hip Hop and watch that. But if you're a fan of WWE, it's CM Punk and it's a big deal. Because yeah. they still, to this day, he's not even he hasn't been signed with the WWE for God knows how long, and they still chant his name. So, really? Yes, really. Why? They still wear CM Punk gear. They, they chant still- his name during fights. He's not there. Yes. The whole fucking crowd. All the time. The one show, uh, WrestleMania or SummerSlam that I went with with the girls, it was fucking crazy. So he was the, the, whole, the whole Staples Center was going nuts for him. Do you think maybe there's some kind of like mental problems with these people? Like that they're, no. But why would they chant a guy's they're name that's not there? That, what, now they have mental problems but no, because but no, they're but, a fan? No, but, but who goes to a, like a, a rock concert and chants for a band that's not there? Yeah, but it's... <laughs> You do? You, you, every time I see a shitty band, I ask for Metallica. Really? <laughs> no, you don't. No. no I, I, I don't understand because that. Because that's, that's the type of entertainment that professional wrestling is. There's a variety of wrestlers who sometimes perform. It's all about the element of surprise. When you have rock shows and you have concerts, you know, that unexpected shit where Rihanna jumps out of nowhere, like that doesn't happen all the fucking time. No, but in wrestling, they're known. So for they that. probably think that he's there. That's why they're chanting his name. They want him to be there. They're not just chanting so his name bad. randomly. They're, they're trying to will him. Yes. Into coming out. Yes. That's, that's what wrestling is about. Exactly. Oh, okay. No, I'm a, I'm a, I love. I'm not. I'm not saying anything wrong with wrestling. I love. I like watching wrestling. I liked it when I was. Up until like fourteen, uh, I, I I'm telling you, there was no bigger wrestling fan than me. Why are you looking down at me when you say I'm that? not? Up until I was fourteen, there was no bigger. I at my my video store was out of VHS tapes of wrestling because I had watched every one three or four times. Trust me on this. I wrestled, I got hit by a car when I was in third grade. Well, then grade. you should understand my, more than me. The first thing I said was, well, you "Are we getting be... WrestleMania 3? No, okay. you shouldn't even be questioning me. Then you already know. No, he thinks he's matured. I'm not he matured. Set, he said up to fourteen. Oh, well, uh, I'm just, I'm just telling. I'm not touche, friend. No, listen, this Back is a guy who walks in heaven like to the podcast and chimes in with no microphone. Okay, no, I, I don't <laughs> think, <laughs> I don't think I've matured. Okay, I, I, I still enjoy wrestling. I don't follow it, so to watch it now is just too confusing. I don't know the, who the people are I, I just don't have t- the time uh, I, I understand people that do I, I respect it it seems fun mm. Marina you should take Adam to Wrestlemania this year I should no uh, but I have a question so when you were watching next year like this year it's in Santa Cruz yeah. like, uh. so did you ever feel like okay Hogan's out there I just want the ultimate warrior to run out and shake the ring any moment you were like chanting and you have the option. Yes, yeah. because I thought he was there. But it's, but what I was under the thing was that they were just yelling that because he's already been retired from wrestling and they're, and they're still chanting CM Punk. No, because there's... people retired and made them... All right, this, uh, let's talk about UFC. I don't care about this stuff anymore. Because uh, so, uh, he lost. Yeah. I, I'm a, it's not an argument. I, I'm uh, good. And are I, you wearing a hacksaw shirt? Yes, I'm wearing a are hacksaw. Are you fucking serious right now? You gotta be fucking kidding me! I'm wearing a hacksaw Jim Duggan t-shirt. Yes, I am. Jesus, I loved Christ. hacksaw. Oh, 
Look, you I, are I loved, the fucking. I love talks about Jim Duggan and demolition, just pandering to the wrestling audience. No, I do. Not giving a shit in real life. No, I do. Not anymore. <laughs> I don't follow anymore. Okay, but I, I like the old school wrestlers. Those, those are my guys. Jake the Snake and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and Doink the Clown. And uh, the the the, the honky tonk man and the I don't know Dino Bravo. Anyway, so uh, Miss Elizabeth, Miss Elizabeth, I, mm-hmm. I I I could name every old school wrestler. You, trust me, I had all the action. Did you figures. ever see the movie Glow? It's Gorgeous this document- wrestling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ladies Red. It's so good, so good. So good. Hmm. We watched it like a few weeks ago. Nice, nice. So Rory, oh, Mc- nice. okay. So they announced that Rory <laughs> McDonald will not get a title shot. Uh, I, I think that they should do Lola or Hendricks 3. I do. The first two were really close fights. Mm-hmm. In fact, the second fight, Rogan was arguing that Hendricks won. A lot of people thought Hendricks won. And I know the fans are angry about that. A lot of fans are like, come on, this bullshit. Honestly, I'm so happy Lawler won. I'm so fucking happy he won. He he, he finished the fight. If like that, w- I've never seen anybody finish, finish a five-round fight and like just walk off like that. Yeah. It just he gave it everything. No, he's a, he's a And a, I don't believe that Johnny Hendricks fought like a champion. I don't feel like he realized that there was a championship at stake. I felt like he thought it was a sparring session and he was just trying to survive. I think that was cuz of the bad weight cut he had. He lost 50 pounds for that fight. He was walking around at 218 well, to that's make 170. Shit that you just don't do when you're a well. champ. Don't know why. That's what happened. No, exactly. So, yeah. but I'm That's saying exactly that I think why. he deserves a he third wanted, fight. He wants. He wants to be the kind of champion that has a family and does all this stuff. But you know that doesn't mean your responsibilities as a fighter and a champion go away. Just you can't. You. I don't. I don't know. He didn't come in prepared for that. Yeah, don't defend. Him. Yeah, nobody's not, nobody's not, arguing that. I'm not defending anyone. Okay, I actually didn't get a chance to finish my point. Uh, but the point was that he won the first fight. He lost the second fight, uh, which I agree. He didn't. He wasn't prepared as well as he should have been. I think he knows that. But there should be a third fight because if a champion loses a fight and and a, and a close fight, why not give him a third fight? It was not like he got dominated or blown out. Uh, you know that happened with with with, with Dos Santos and Kane. They gave them a third fight. Um, we, even with Cruz Faber, it didn't happen back to back to back. But they gave them a third fight. Uh, I think that, that it was a close enough fight to argue. The, it made money. The UFC the, it did better than previous UFCs. And I understand that people want to, you know people don't want to see. Oh, we've already seen it twice. Yeah, it's not, he's not the most exciting fighter, Hendricks, as of late. But that's because maybe Robbie's chin is that good. Other guys, he was. He was knocking fools out left and right. I mean, you look at what he what he did to the other guys. Give him a third fight. I would I would love to see that fight again. Good. I would absolutely love because I, I was a huge fan of I was a huge fan of Hendricks even even before he had the championship. Like I want to see that fight, but there's just no. What I was saying earlier is that there's just no excuse for just letting it go like that. I agree. I, let, me well, pose, I, let me pose a question to the both of you. Is it, you bring this up? If if money wasn't involved and it was just for for pride, mm-hmm. do you think Johnny would want to fight Robbie again? If it was purely, I, and I because I think uh, you know what Marina brought up a, an, an interesting point about how he thought it was just he. It looked like he was just a sparring session. He was going through the motions. So take money out of the equation. This is. This is like Kumite in the freaking back alleys of whatever, and it's just for pride. Personally, I think I don't think he's there anymore. I think there was a spot before he was a champion that, you know, he had that mentality like, fuck it, I'll just fight for free if it if it means that I can get the belt. But I feel like once he got the belt, 
just by watching his uh, performance, I don't, I don't think he would. Look, I Hendrick, don't think he would. When Hendricks was a four-time state champion, and uh, uh, I think it was Iowa. It was at Iowa or it was Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Four-time state champion of Oklahoma, and then he went to, and then he was a, a four-time All-American, two-time national champion, one time, and then he, he was a runner-up a senior year. That was all for free. There was no money there, and and you don't get that's all pride. And it's like you know, just maybe fickle MMA all pride. fans saying, you know what, I'm kind of done with him. On to the next guy. Uh, yeah, no, I think that's right? that's I understand that, but all that was for free. There was no money mm-hmm. involved, and against against all his fights leading up to this one fight, you know, him beating GSP. I thought he beat GSP. I know he didn't get the win, but I thought he won the first Robbie fight. Uh, was a great fight, knocking out uh, Campman, knocking out um, Kostjak, knocking out all the guys that he beat. So there was no money, and no, like, and, I mean, there was money. So he had one bad performance against a guy he doesn't necessarily match up that right. great against. Yeah. Uh, that's why I'm at, that's why I'm posing the question. So you know what, MMA fans, as much as I understand, and I think Rory McDonald, a lot of Canadians fans are upset because he's the pride of Canada right now. Mm-hmm. GSP's gone. You know, Canadians are, they love their own. I mean, it's just like anybody else, but it's like, the you know, they don't have that many people. I but mean, they also have nothing to worry about. Just because he's not getting this title shot doesn't mean that, like, he's not going to fight an exciting fight with whoever he's got next. Lombard. And, yeah, like, that's... But, but, but I know, but Canadians feel that Rory McDonald um, deserves a title shot. They, they, they feel that he has gone through the hoops that well, he's gone. Well, unless there's a UFC, uh, like, what's it called, poll that they want to put on where they're, the fans actually, where their fans' opinions actually matter, that shit really doesn't fucking matter. You can't, matter. because also the fans because can be it, swayed. Look, the fans wanted Chael to fight John Jones. Uh, and we, 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 all, we all saw how, the, how that went. Uh, you know, the fans are going to want to put CM Punk against against. You know, uh, a lot of fans. Hector Lombard. Uh, well, you know what? There was actually an, an interesting, an interesting, yeah, it was an interesting poll of, on the underground of, of the hardcore fans. Who would you rather see in the UFC, CM Punk or Ben Askren? And more people wanted to see Ben Askren because the hardcore fans know fighting, and the hardcore fans know that Ben Askren is a much more of a competitor than CM Punk is. And at the this hardcore point. fans make up about two mm, percent of the whole audience. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Which is what's why I posed earlier. Well, if you're gonna do that, let's just have the porn star fights. Because, uh, like I said, you to, to include DJ on oh, you DJ. Wants, who, do you, who are they? Well, right now, uh, Nikki, Nikki Benz Nikki and Benz. Lisa Ann are fighting mm-hmm. on Twitter. They want to. Scrappy man. Really? You think, you, you, you think she'd win? <laughs> I would think she just. She's like that old cougar scrappy. I don't know. I think Nikki Ben's more of a fitness girl, though. That doesn't mean anything. All right. So then, and then also Jenna Jameson and Jesse James. We'll see how hard they've been slapped in the porn to see if they have chins. You said you pay the shit out of that? (laughs) Who's in the rougher video? Yeah. Yeah, I want to see the rougher video. Is it a real fight or is it No, no, no. No, they want to have a boxing match. No, they want to have like a. And then Jesse. Celebrity, like, boxing matches don't ever go right. And then Jesse. Mickey Rourke. And then Jesse Jane wanted to fight, wants to fight Jenna Jameson. And then uh, what's his name? The Christy girl, Mack. Christy Mack, uh, and, and what's her name? <laughs> Want to fight? Used to do. Remember Ellis Mania at Fuel? Yeah. Okay, so was it like Mira and the and Deegan? Remember that fight? I didn't see that fight. Okay, so I think that was like the last Ellis Mania that we did at Fuel. It's fucking epic. Like those dudes trained for each other. Yeah, yeah. Wanted to beat the shit out of each other, right? And then you go to like stuff that's not Ellis Mania, the other celebrity boxing yeah. matches. 
They're like wearing like twenty ounce gloves. Yeah, no, you know, you'd have to have honestly four ounce gloves. Yeah. Uh, but tell me that like training camps wouldn't welcome them in. You, you tell me American Top Team wouldn't want Lisa Ann to train there. I, I mean, or uh, Lisa Ann dates athletes, of course. Or like the Black Zillions wouldn't want you know Jesse Jane to come join the Black Zillions. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then it's what's your who was who was the last one? It was the it was the last one. It was Chrissy Mack, and then the other one. Who was the girl that what? Oh, uh, Rachel. Uh, it's the other Come one. Come on, it's the it's the girl that's like she's like she's all tatted up. She's I had it written down. Uh, uh, Bonnie Rotten, Bonnie Bonnie Rotten, <laughs> Christy. But I'm, what we were saying, don't you think like a Titan FC or a Legacy or uh, one of these like even um, the one out in Vegas with the amateur fights? Tough enough. Tough enough. Should just do that. If I mean, se- I think if they're serious about fighting, I there's no question that Phil Brooks. CM Punk is serious about fighting. He's not going to go out there and try to jump off the top turnbuckle. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, he's not going to try to do that shit. He's serious about fighting. It it sucks that it's coming at such a old age that's, at 36. And But that's you know, the expense he's got to pay is that the he's going to get those fans that are just going to be like, what the fuck are you going to do? You're going to try to... You know, the, the thing is, I don't even sure I don't even watch that. porn. Honestly, the only porn I really watch is Dancing Bear. I I I I'll, I'll watch like thirty seconds of porn if here. If you've and there. ever lied, that is the fucking biggest. I lie. really don't I, watch. I completely really agree. I swear. I swear. I swear. That, I swear. that is the, the biggest crock of shit I've ever heard. I swear. I don't. I don't watch porn. The least you can do is be honest. I'll go on. I'll go on Uges, right? And you wouldn't even know that site's name if you didn't watch porn all the time. Know that site? Oh, it's pretty good. All right, so. No, no, no. Or like, or like beach. Okay, but I'll, I'll go on for like forty-five seconds. It takes me to rub it out, and then that, and then that's it. I don't like necessarily know the porn stars' names, or I'm not into uh, it. Like, well, clearly you do. No, I so. know them because you're beefing on my on my Twitter because I knew them from the, the like Playboy days when mm-hmm. I used to work at Playboy. But they're, pop, they're popular girls. They're like up at the top. Yeah, so I'm saying I don't. I don't know people that are up for AVNs. I don't. Need, I didn't even know who Asa Akira was until someone put it on my on, on my thing. Okay, but I'm saying that I would watch these fights. I think it'd be. I think Let's it'd be. But I guess what I'm asking: Are they serious fights or are they? I have no idea. You know, I don't know why are we talking about. They're serious and they actually want to beat each other. Rita, up. look at his phone's history. I, that's what I was what? about to say. I was like, let's look at your history. <laughs> your internet history. Go ahead. I'm kind of Go scared, ahead. so I'm good. All right, so. Uh, now the UFC finally the UFC it's just lo- hundreds of pictures of Marina Shafir yes uh, <laughs> yeah oh yeah Photoshop listen God. so um, the UFC lawsuit that's going on right now obviously you heard about that mm-hmm. so Kung Lee Nate Quarry and uh, John Fitch are suing the UFC for a monopoly and they, I guess they have big time lawyers and then now a new lawsuit came out today where Dennis Hallman and someone else is suing uh, for the same thing, some guys. So, uh, so I don't know. I mean, I don't understand how. I don't really understand law that well. I'm not going to pretend to. Uh, but I thought it was funny because uh, I was saying, okay, there are other lawsuits going involved, and I started putting it on Twitter. And then everyone started posting the UFC lawsuits. So I'm going to read some of them. They're, they're pretty funny. So Joe Jaggy said that Dwayne Ludwig is suing Faber for custody of T.J. Dillashaw. Oh, these are awesome. <laughs> uh, I, personally, I was waiting for Justin McCullough to show up during the, wearing a mask. So that, that, that would have been awesome. Somebody wrote that uh, Fitch is involved in the lawsuit. It's going to be a long and boring decision. Uh, the bear that Khabib wrestled is suing the UFC. <laughs> Chael Sonnen is suing the UFC for not giving him a schedule of random drug tests. Pat Barry is suing for allowing takedowns. 
Uh, Cyborg said she was going to sue the UFC, then didn't make weight. <laughs> Leslie Smith's ear is suing. It's going to be a bust. Uh, Steve Mazzagatti is suing Elite XC. Guy's always behind the times. Uh, Anthony Pettis heard about the lawsuit and injured himself. Uh, OSP heard about the lawsuit and decided to sue Bellator. Because he called out people that were ranked less than him. Uh, Chris Holsworth is suing the UFC for Juliana Pena giving him blue balls. Oh, my God. That was your season, right? Oh, God. Uh, I said that she Ronda... wanted him so bad. Did uh, she really? I think so. I mean, that's what the emphasis from everybody was, is that, like, she just tried to have, like, a really, like, secret relationship with him. It was just... And he, I don't know he if it was... Cu- it? I, didn't, I couldn't decide if it was cute or creepy. So she, when she's not training, she looks really good. She looks yeah, really she's good. a gorgeous girl. When she's training, she gets a little like 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 buff looking. Uh, you think I look this awesome when I'm like training? You, I don't, no, I always... look like a fucking completely different animal. What kind of animal? Oh my god! Continue with the list. All right, so uh, <laughs> kind of animal. <laughs> <laughs> I said Yoel Romero stool sued the UFC for being put in the octagon longer than I had agreed to. Uh, ben Askren wanted to be part of the lawsuit for the, against the UFC, but the plaintiff said they wouldn't sign him until he won a few fights first. Uh, I thought that was good. Brian Caraway is suing Misha for more allowance money. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> CM Punk is going to sue the UFC for their poor decision making. Ariani suing the UFC for her bad taste in men. She does have pretty bad taste in men. What, what's who, did, who did she date last? Some kind of sheik that like beat her up or something. Remember that she got arrested for domestic battery? Remember Wait, she, so she beat him up? She hit him. She kicked him out of the out of the limo because he was cheating on her. She went through his phone. So, and they, they, like, and they bo- got back together. They got back together. Yeah, so... I'm uh, not caught up with that. And, and then <laughs> I, I said... And then I, I put Ronda is suing the UFC for laughing for, at yeah, Shana Baszler's Shana, that was, I was That one was good. For laughing at Shayna's pain. And then Shayna laughed, too. I was happy about that. Yeah, no, that one was really funny. Uh, Uriah Hall apologized for the whole lawsuit. Uh, and uh, Paul Harris is suing the UFC for not having a 10-tap uh, minimum. And, Didn't he do the same thing at WSOF? Oh, he just knee-barred the shit out of... Uh, Until, like, after the tap? Pitch. Oh, it was... Yeah, but... No, no was, it was fine. Yeah. I didn't have a problem with it. It yeah. was brutal. Like, he cranked the hell out of it. But it was it was fine by me. Yeah, it's one of those things where now it's like... If you, if you loosen up on that, it's gone. Yeah. 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 And then Vanderlei Silva is suing the UFC for hurting his ankle while running away from them. Uh, the drug test, which I thought was great. And Will, Capaz- Will Capazano's penis is suing for not being paid to show up at 167. So, these are good. Thank you guys on Twitter for Those making me laugh. Uh, I appreciate yeah, all, the, job, all the lawsuits yeah. on Twitter. So uh, what do you got this weekend? What are you doing? Um, coming up, just I'm just... Um, Justin's parents bought an RV into the cross-country road trip. So they're here from New York. Nice. First time ever. So we're just going to celebrate Christmas Day together. Hmm. And then this weekend... Uh, now, do you guys have sex with him? Are they staying with you? No. Oh, I was going to say. Yeah. They have their RV. Uh, they're staying in an RV? Yeah. You live in a mansion and you're not inviting them in? I don't live in a mansion. I heard you live in a mansion. I don't live in a mansion. That's just the word on the street. Well, don't listen to the word on the street. I heard you and Rhonda have like servants and like live in not, mansions. No. And, all Mm-mm. kinds of no. Mm-mm. No. No. We have a cleaning lady, that's pretty much about oh, it. All right. You guys live in a I heard you live in a five million dollar house. No. Three million? I don't know how much it is. Oh, but it's around that ballpark figure. No, it's not. I don't think so. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't know. How do you know? 
What are you there with binoculars? How would you possibly know? Head of UFC on Fox Digital. I know everything. Wow. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay. It's a nice, cute little house. It's not that big. It's like a little. It's like a clubhouse. It's just you two and the dog. Mm-hmm. Nice. Did you guys ever have pillow fights? And... No. No. No lingerie comparison. Like. No. We're really like not like the average girl roommates. You talk, talk about boys and stuff. Yeah, we talk about boys and stuff. Yeah, we talk about everything. Nice. Yeah. You guys sit there by the fireplace and you're like, like sleep shirts. Yeah. Sleep shirts. And you're like, <laughs> you're like, hey, it's it's like no panty Wednesday. <laughs> no, you don't have no panty Wednesday. No, but we have a when when we walk into the house, we have this thing where we just go, anyone home? And if no nobody says anything, we go, no one home. Goodbye, pants. Oh, you guys just get naked? Yeah, do the pants off, dance off. Like underwear or everything? No, just the pants. Oh. Who wants to take... You're, how can you be comfortable taking your underwear off? Uh, that's what I heard. I, and I, then when you have a dog around and there's hair everywhere... Like, I heard, I heard that. From your do you feel weird when your dog sees you naked? No. She tries to, like, smell me, though. Oh, and that yeah, little, that's... I feel weird. Like, yeah. smell your that. vagina? So I'm, so I'm just like, Mochi, go away. Really? Yeah, because, like, that's how dogs check in on you. Really? You ever notice whenever you meet a dog, the first thing they go for is smelling your crotch. Oh. Now, being Russian, a lot of times <laughs> people say that like Russians have huge bushes. Uh-huh. Is that is that true? No, that's not true. All right, that's just that's just what I heard. <laughs> that's just the word on the street. He's got his Russian bush intel. Honestly, I, I heard that Russians have humongous bushes. And he bushes. says he doesn't watch porn. Yeah. No, <laughs> he's checking up on, the, on this decade status of Russian like, bush. Honestly, like you and Rhonda don't compare, but like, hey, look at mine. It's like huge. And she's like, oh, mine's bigger. You don't have... No. No. <laughs> all right, I'm just... This is a very serious do you do that? Podcast. Do you do that with your friends? Yes, yeah. all the time. I go, look at my bush. They show me theirs. It's a good time. I don't have any friends. Sounds Listen, um... <laughs> No, I, I, I don't. I'm in Vegas next week. You could be in Vegas for 182. Uh-uh. Why not? Yeah, no, good. I got a ticket to the, to the fight. Can't an wait. Extra one? I may have an extra one. No. Mm. Well, there you go. I don't want to go. That sounded mm-hmm. like the beginning of you asking Marina to go to the fight with you, and then it took. And I just a, completely took just dead. Well, I figured she would have tickets. I figured she would have a ticket. I figured, I ticket. I figured no. you would. Why would I have a ticket? Because you're a fighter, and you. Why? Because I'm best friends with Rhonda. You're in the loop. Yeah. That's what that is. You're, you're in the Entourage trailer? Yeah, I was in the Entourage trailer. That's pretty cool. You just bring That's a fine. screenshot of yourself in that trailer to the arena. Okay. See if you want. Don't you know who I am? No, stunt I'm not like... Do you have any stunt work going on? Um, not yet because the stunt school that I go to is based outside and it's all been flooded from the rain. Ah. And then it's the holidays, so I have to wait till like next year to go back. But um, the stunt coordinator who I worked with last was like really excited about how I did and she wants to really take me under her wing and just do some low pro- low profile gigs just to get comfortable and yeah, that's dope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still working on that high fall. Fuck that shit. Gotcha. I have like such right, so a, I, I, have, for I have a fear of cuz I um when I was a kid, I played outside all the time. I would climb trees make tree houses and shit, but I fell once and it just scarred me. Like out of a tree? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Because I was trying to get my cat out from the tree. Mm. Yeah. Did the cat come down? Yeah, the cat was like, bitch, why the fuck did you fall? Was the cat, was like, was the cat <laughs> laughing at you? For... That's what I felt like. Yeah. He just like ran off. So. I But, but, but did your question before, I hate like when, uh, if I, you know, when you try to masturbate and the fucking animals look at you. I have to kick them all out of the room. 
This, I was like, what question did I ask about and masturbating? You think about animals house? seeing you naked, right? That's, that's the worst. When you're trying to jerk off, they all start staring. I kick I'm just them talking off. about like walking through the kitchen because oh, like, no one's home. Oh, I'm not talking about when you, jerking off in oh, front I of your pets. I think when you're trying to jerk off, the pets always look at me. I have to kick them out or I'll have to vacuum to get them out of the room. And then, How I, many pets do you have? I have three. He's got like an animal. I helper. have two cats. Well, you and a have dog. two cats and a dog. I know. Two. Time he breaks up with a girl. Don't don't the cats cat. give you this like judgmental look? They like, do. They look the at me like they're like they're doing? like. And then my dog's like, I wish I could do that, but you cut my nuts off, you know? Yeah. They, they have a weird, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, but I have, it's it's weird, you know. I, sometimes like I'll, I'll, if they go on the bed, I'll go on the floor and do it. I'm like, stay in the bed. I'm not fucking. I'm not kicking him off the bed to jerk off. And now, it, now, are you? Is this just oh Adam, the, Adam, the comedian, saying this because it's funny, or have you actually done that before? Was your dog on the floor while your dogs were in the bed? No, no, no. As the comedian, I just said that. Okay, thank yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> that would be one of the most outrageous things I've ever been told in my life. No, I have to get him out of the I'm, house. The fact that I have to ask you—do you have—do you have pets? Yeah, I have a dog. And, and, and do you ever jerk off? With, what do you do with the with pets in the room when you're trying to jerk off? She's 100% not in my room if that's the direction I'm going. Well, the direction you're going? So, so you, 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 you kick them out? Yeah. You guys, guys, leave. Yeah. Yeah, they're, all right. They're I dogs. Know. They're, it's pretty easy to convince them to leave I do that too, the but room. then they all fucking like, they start scratching on the door like, hurry up. And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. You Tinder game up, bro. I know. My Tinder How game. How is your Tinder game going? But my Tinder game. Well, I, I got a girl that I I, I like actually. I, uh, didn't you say she didn't yeah, speak no, any English? No, but she. No, he also no, told no. me that she went. He went down on her, but she didn't return the favor. Oh, no, then what's the point? It was like our second date. Uh, yeah. And, so then uh, I said, you can't really make any judgment calls because you're not serious. You can't really look into that. He's like, well, that was a little bit fucked up, and I'm like, yeah, you got fucked. Pretty well, I didn't get fucked. That was the problem. Um, no, but, but that that didn't get anything. No, yeah, not much. I was like, wait, like you didn't even like put the tip in? No, we didn't have sex Just for a second. I could have honestly. She see how it feels? No, I could have. Uh, I could have uh, actually. <laughs> let me just, she. Let me just see this. I could have had sex with her honestly. Like I, I'm. So sure then you were content with just pleasing her. There's because, nothing you know, wrong I, with that. I knew that she was on the fence about it, and I, I was. So it gonna, was your way of making her feel comfortable. Yeah, I wasn't gonna push it. So then you have nothing to complain about. Well, I was complaining with you off the air because I didn't know this was going to be on the topic of the podcast. Well, man. there are things that I tell you that like I what? Th- think are off the air, but you... <laughs> oh, you, oh did you forget about the know. scissoring conversation? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, 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 I was telling you this off the air, uh, but yeah, so that was a little annoying. Well, we're concerned about you, you know? Uh, well, I thought maybe that was a little selfish of her to, to, to not... Well, it's natural for you to feel that, but, I, but given I the a, circumstances, you shouldn't feel that way. But I have a feeling she's good at it. I don't know. Something kind of tells me. You well, know. then you're. I mean, a girl not giving, not a girl who's not good at giving, getting head. It, it's not that big of a deal, but it it, it is kind of like. Come is on. it a deal breaker for you? <laughs> it's not a deal breaker, but it's not a deal maker. Uh, it's sort of a really. This is what we're gonna have to do because you 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 don't, you don't I don't want to have to instruct someone how to give head because that is kind of creepy and gay when you're like all right. Take yeah, but what if she wants to learn? Doesn't that change things? There's videos for that, uh, you know. And at a certain age. How, how do you want to teach someone? Yeah, I don't know. I guess it all depends. How, how good are you? Oh my god, we're not talking about. Okay, right one now. to ten. <laughs> I'm not talking about this right now. One to ten, your oral skills are. My boyfriend is not complaining. <laughs> so you're like a black belt. Adam, just just say one. Say one. Okay, so you're you're wait, so you're, you're like a black belt in BJ J. <laughs> you're a black belt in BJ's. Oh my god. 
I'm not answering this question. Okay, so like on a, you're a purple belt. Wait, how about you on a scale of one to ten? Giving blowjobs? Horrible. Um, <laughs> I've never given one. Uh, but I, as far as going down there, I'm, I'm good. I've, I've made, I mean, I, I've given girls some amazing fake orgasms. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I think I'm, I'm pretty good when it comes to going. To, I'm, I've never had a complaint. I've, I've, I, I get the lock up sometimes, you know, where the chicks lock up around your head. Or, uh, you know, they've, I've, gotten, I've gotten some, some, some good moans. So yeah, the good sounding kind of moans. Like, so they weren't crying or like pleading for their life. No, no, you, or, or like you know no, they like they, they couldn't. Know, they, they had gags. Or you know Stop! they like. Stop it! Yeah. It's it's hard it's hard to complain when you're unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> really, thanks, thanks, thanks. Is that why you were asking me about choking people out earlier? Yeah, yeah exactly. Thanks, thanks, Evan the Creep. I, I appreciate that. There was never been a girl unconscious before. If anyone needs a shovel and some duct tape, just look at Adam's trunk. First of all, I've had girls. Oh, I'm not even gonna say that. <laughs> I, Don't incriminate yourself. I had a girl one time. This is pretty funny, kind of. So this girl that I did not. This girl that I, I hooked up with, but she like was like my manager at the time, and I, I don't want to cross like managing versus whatever. And she liked me, so she was like, I, I slept next to her, but I was like, all right, we're not gonna have sex, whatever. But somehow she. So she, she ended up waking me up with a BJ, right? So I'm, uh, at that point, I'm like, good manager. Yeah, but I, I, I didn't want to like, I knew she's my manager, his business. So then she like, she's in like recovery now, you know? And like, she called me up and apologized, like as one of her steps, like, hey, I, I know you didn't want to hook up and I'm sorry that I like, you know? And I was like, I never had a girl apologize or give me a blowjob before. <laughs> I go, How offended did you seem? Like, I wasn't that. Like, well, oh, I know. Yeah. Well, not, no, it was not, one of her steps, so he couldn't be offended. No, no, but she took it as a step. She must have felt like it really offended. Well, her. It, well, a little. Well, we had already hooked up, but I was like, no more. I don't want to cross business. I, I, I really. She was a great manager. She was getting me like tons of gigs. I didn't want. I knew eventually I was gonna fuck. It was gonna go south because I didn't like her to the point where it was gonna be any more than. You gotta just stop being so irresistible. It's hard, you know. The struggle is real. The struggle is real. <laughs> you, wait, do you have any hot Moldovian friends that like would get impressed by toilet paper? No. 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 <laughs> Did you have to wait online with toilet paper growing up for like three hours? No, but my mom told me when I was a baby, when I was a baby, we would wait in line for like in the market. You have to wait in like the deli line or whatever. She was she would hold me and I would always lean lean like away from her and pull all the babushkas off the ladies, just like. Grab them off what's, their heads. What's, what's a babushka? The scarves that they wear, yeah. or, like over their hair. Yeah. I would just yank them off. Wow. Over and over again, every time. That's why she stopped taking me to the store. What? What do you have against babushkas? I don't know. I was a child. Damn. Just want to take them off. Always, uh, <laughs> always rallying against the grain. I am. Yeah. Well, listen, Marina. We've we've learned a lot. Best uh, show ever. It's the best show ever. <laughs> She's a black belt in BJ. Jay. Um <laughs> That's that's good. Uh, so this next week, guys, I will be at the L.A. Comedy Club at Bally's in Las Vegas. T-Rex somehow got on the show, too. Uh, so I will be headlining. Uh, so if you want to come, hit me up. I'll get you comps. I'm there Tuesday to Sunday. I think I'm off New Year's. And then Saturday, I got to go to the fights. So I might be off then, too. I'll have T-Rex close the show for once. But uh, so... If you want to come, hit me up. Uh, Adam Comedian or MMA Roasted. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Anthony Burchek. Sorry, Rashad Evans. It was not my fault. 
uh, but the, the the phone didn't work, and DJ was on the phone, other line, ordering pizza for 30 minutes, so he, could, he couldn't get in here. Um, anything you want to say, Marina? Merry Christmas. Big timing, yeah. Nice. What, okay. what was that? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Wait, where are you going to be? Going to be at home. Be at home. Home, spending it with my boyfriend. Nice. Good. You guys going to get married? I don't know. Oh, before you don't believe in marriage, and now you don't know. I don't know. All right. Who knows? Next Tuesday. Next Tuesday, we're going to find out if the guy popped the question oh, on, on, on the podcast. So keep listening. Thank you. Enjoy your holiday. Next week, we got Rashad Evans, and we got that girl from uh, Denmark that fought for Invicta who looked like Paris Hilton on TRT. Oh, <laughs> you know I would love to talk to her. Yeah, yeah, we're talking to her next week. Yeah. Well, you know, what's her name again? I forget. Uh, I got her. Hold on. I'm going to tell you her name right now. Uh, yeah, she's going to be on the podcast. She's, she's pretty hot. She's got two kids, too. I didn't realize she had two kids. Uh, I, was, I was looking into her. Paris Hilton on TRT. She does. She looks like Paris Hilton on TRT. Uh, Cindy Dandois. Cindy Dandois and Rashad Yeah, she Evans. was supposed to fight um, Caitlin Young first. So, yes, she will be on the podcast next week, along with Rashad Evans. So, thank you for listening. Take care. Bye. Thanks, Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks, Evan the Beard. Bye.